0: try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at the brosters.com stevie get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you hear from the pros who live the biz bro
1: Through the years, we all remember when we first witnessed a national tragedy. We remember the good times and the bad times through either a song, a TV show, a monumental sports achievement, or even the smell of a particular food from when we were young. Welcome to the show that will take you on a journey through time to relive those iconic moments. Welcome. To RTW Rewind, where old school rules. So, without any further delay, let's introduce you to the host of the show, Rad Rob Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome to RTW
2: Rewind. I am your host, Rad Rob Rob Francois. I hope everybody's doing well all around the world. And thank you for being here. We are live on the Hameen Media Group YouTube page. I have a very special guest with me right now. Uh, he is uh, in the business. He is, uh, is a promoter. I'm sorry. A, uh, <laughs> I got to a promoter. Uh, he's a manager and a commentator uh, in the Northeast for several uh, indie promotions. It is the one and only from Team JD. He's a leader of Team JD. Mr. Joe Davis. Joe, thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate you coming on.
3: Grab Rob. Thank you so much for having Team JD on this awesome podcast. Really looking forward to it and uh, going to have some fun, I think.
2: We are, for sure. Uh, I've, I've seen your work. I've seen your promos. Um, you got the gift to gap. Uh, and I like talking to guys that are pretty articulate. So uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, what made you... Want to get into the sport of wrestling. Have you been a lifelong fan? Oh yeah, I've been a fan
3: probably since I was about seven years old, I'd have to say. All right, so about 1991-ish to date myself. And uh, always been a lifelong fan, always been an entertainer. Uh, Personally, I started acting at 12, um, you know, graduated in sports broadcasting. I did uh, pro stand-up comedy for years and just I've always loved wrestling, always want to entertain. And about four or five years ago, I just, I put it all together.
2: Uh, So how did you actually get into the business? Did you have any connections? Did you know anybody? Did you Google it? I mean, how how would one get into the business in this day and age?
3: Well, in this day and age, I mean, we all have that story, right? And mine is, I was mutual friends of a friend of a promoter named Keith Zimmer. And I just hit him up one day on Facebook, I believe it was, and uh, said, hey, I just want to be involved. Anything. I'll carry ring boards. I'll put the ring together. I don't care. Uh, He said, yeah, come on down. Um, Long story short, I got the time mixed up. Me and another guy were three hours early. Um, Mm -hmm. The other guy ended up being the uh, video and announcing uh, now a commentator for the day. And uh, his partner dropped out. He said, hey, you know anybody? I go, I sure do. (laughs) And that was kind of it. Um, You know, and it kind of went from commentary to where we are today. Uh, That's a long, long story short, but.
2: I mean that's really cool, and it's you know that's something I always wanted to do growing up. Uh, you know I've been a fan since around '88, uh, and my friends and I used to wrestle in the backyard. And you know I oh, yeah I booked my own matches. I I, I booked the territory, um, but I was I was also lazy, and I never I never really showed any any initiative. I mean you know my buddies and I were doing you know the Hardy Boys thing back in the day. You know and I mean oh yeah they made it based on having limited training. Uh, you know until they got to the dojo in WWF and started training there, but. You know, it, I kick myself in the ass because I've always wanted to be in the business, and I, I wish I had shown more initiative as a kid uh, to get into it. But, like, at this point, I'm 45 years old. Uh, I can't bump uh, w- without throwing something out. Uh, but, I mean, I, I would love to do, a, you know, commentary or be a manager like you're doing. So you're uh, you're living the dream, brother. Yeah,
3: man. It's and, and, hey, it's never too late. I tell that to everybody I can. It's never too late. Um, there's ways to get in right and and you obviously have the gift to gab yourself cuz you do this and i've seen your work yeah. um so never say never um you know i didn't start doing this wrestling thing till i was 31 32 which i know doesn't sound old but it's a lot older than most start
2: <laughs> right uh so explain team jd uh and what it's about
3: yeah i like to tell people we are not a faction okay we're not a faction we're not a stable we're not a bunch of buddies all right we are a business And what our business is about is getting titles and cash and checks. So what we're doing (laughs) on the indie scene is, you know, we're not that NWO or or a lot of these other factions. You're not going to see me come into a ring every single time with every single guy and 12 guys coming behind. All right. Because there could be weekends where half our team is somewhere and half our team somewhere else. Sometimes I do commentary while my guys are in the ring, you know. So we're, we're a business, but we're united um and we all have that one goal and and that's to be the best at what we are and so far doing pretty damn well
2: i love that because you can cover so many different territories and so many different promotions uh just to get your name out there you know and get people yeah. wondering what is team jd i love the logo actually i mean that's that's oh thank you that's great marketing yeah. um and i love your promos like have you always been like one of the talkative guys? Because like for me, I can trace it all the way back to school, where my teacher's like, "This kid never shuts the fuck up." Uh, Every, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
3: I used to get kicked out of class from probably fifth grade on. Yeah. Uh, just from talking too much, uh, it it was something. Um, so yeah, I just but you know what was what was unique was, and my son has this quality. I have a ten year old. That you could just be obnoxious in class, but then once in a while you hit that real funny zinger that yeah. even the teacher was like, All right, <laughs> that was pretty good, and not get in trouble, you know. Right. Um, so it's it's uh it's always been there without a shadow of a doubt. My mouth has always gotten me in trouble, but it's always gotten me good places. So
2: me too, brother. Me too. Uh I, I do have a couple regrets when it comes to my mouth. <laughs> uh especially my mom. Uh, you know. Right, but uh, that's neither here nor there. So, did you ever want to actually be a worker? Have you ever been trained uh, in the ring?
3: Yeah. So, I, I've gone through, I'm not going to say I'm fully trained mm-hmm. by any stretch because um, I'm not. Um, but yeah, I have been through some training. Um, know how to bump, you know, no, no basic things. It's funny though, because even at seven, uh, and I wanted to be in this business as a kid, I never wanted to be a wrestler, believe hmm. it or not. Um, I always wanted to be a commentator or a manager. And, uh, which is unique because all my other friends that were fans of wrestling as a kid, that's all you want to be. You want to be the wrestler. I never, ever once had the desire to actually be a wrestler.
2: Interesting. It's see, that's, that's kind of where we differ. Well, well, I mean, my first love was, was wanting to be a wrestler, right? Cause I, you know, we all emulated people that we saw on TV. Uh, but again, like you, I later in life, I had a deep respect for commentators and what I love about podcasting. Uh, and the technology that we have now i 'm able to talk to you i 'm able to talk yeah. to guys all over the country all over the world i 'm also able to talk to some of my heroes i 've had Sean Mooney on the show uh you know, i 've talked to uh, Gary michael capetta who used to announce yeah. the uh, n w a so i 've been able to been fortunate enough to be able to speak to a lot of the guys that I loved growing up uh, and i 've always as i 've become older always gravitated to uh, the vocal side, because again, I love to do podcasting and yes. you know, even as a kid, if I had a little, you know, little stereo or a little tape recorder, I was always doing something. I was always yeah. recording something or always doing event centers or trying to be mean gene and stuff like that. So, um, I love to dude. I love the fact that you got into it. What's yeah. your, what's your game plan? Do you, do you want to elevate your career and maybe go to a bigger promotion? Are you doing it for fun? What's your, what's your end game? I don't lie to anybody about this.
3: Um, my my end game is to make it. Um, I know that a very slim, slim percent do that, and I get that. Um, it's just, that's me. That's always been me. If I'm going to commit to something, it's, it's all in, all right? Yeah. If I make that commitment to myself, I'm going to try to make it to the very top. I absolutely can. And, hey, I have failed in Ventures of Life with that mindset that's Mm -hmm. okay
2: yeah
3: um but that is my aspirations is is i want to make it now do i think i'm there yet no i don't but that's why you put the work in um you know that's why a lot of guys in independent wrestling and i'm not busting them like at all but they just really care about this on the weekends uh whereas you can ask my wife seven nights a week i'm working on something when it comes to this business and that's what it takes if not more
2: so, do you have any any connections? Do you know anybody in the business to where you can get a tryout? Uh, are you just trying to network and make more more connections as you keep working?
3: always yeah, I'm always networking um you know, and it's I, I look at it as step by step, right So do I think I'm going to go out tomorrow and, and be able to hit up somebody? I know it you know because I know a few guys that work in the bigger companies, yeah um but I'm not going to go out and say, "Hey, can you bring me in? Can you bring me in?" Um, I want my work to speak for itself. I do network a lot, uh, but I want my work to speak for itself. And that's when the companies are like, all right, yeah, you know, we'll we'll give you a shot. Um, and I just look at that as another step, okay? And each step, you know, as long as I'm stepping up and forward, I'm happy. Um, and so that's just, that's kind of how I do things.
2: I like that. Uh, welcome everybody in the chat. We got five strong here right now. Uh, Adam Finch says, the great JD, I was just watching his YouTube stuff. Thank you, brother. Thank,
3: thank you, Adam. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, Christopher Rodriguez says, so what you're saying is you don't do it because you love it. I mean, you do love it, but that's not why you do it.
3: Uh, no, I absolutely, I, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it um, without a doubt. I'm just saying that, you know, just loving something and having fun, that's not good enough for JD. Uh, never has been. If I, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to commit, I, I'm going all the way as, as much as I can. So yes, I do it. Cause I love it. Um, that's why, you know, if I just wanted to try to be famous, you know, why, why not try to be an actor, uh, you know, a singer? Well, I can't sing, but you know what I mean? I'm doing <laughs> yeah. this cause I love it. And, and yes, so I do absolutely love it.
2: What were your, or who were your influences growing up? Like who do, who have you patterned your, your career after when it comes to managerial stuff?
3: I try to be a mix of Bobby Heenan, Paul Heyman, and Jimmy Hart.
2: It can't be those Um, three. I
3: mean, those are the three best, right? In my opinion. And go ahead and argue with me because there's (laughs) there's not much of an argument. Um, The ranking is whatever. But um, so I try to do that. But I think it's important because, you know, I get asked that a lot. A lot of guys get asked that is, you know, who are you going to try to be like? But, you know, and I mix these guys up, but I promise you, I'm trying to be the first me um I never lose that you know so I might take something from a heenan or a Heyman or or a hart um but there's always jd mixed in every single time and that's where a character you you are always developing that right always developing that um the second you're happy with your work and the second you're happy with the character you have already failed i can promise you
2: for sure uh, i mean so let let's break that down for a second we all know the genius of bobby heenan not only was he Super, super smart. Never graduated high school, yeah. um, but was Stopped so... going to
3: school by eighth grade.
2: Yeah, that's right. But he was so witty. I mean, he was born to entertain. So I, I can see where you'd want to pattern yourself after that. But, I mean, he worked his ass off, too. I mean, you had to think he's out there four or five times a night on some of these house shows, you know, with all the Heenan family. So, I mean, he was an integral yeah. part of the WWF uh, in its infancy to, to get them, you know, to grow around yeah. the country. Uh, I still know... Uh, Vern Gagne was very, very upset. <laughs> well, not only they lost half his territory, uh, oh, but like Mean Gene and Bobby uh, were really the the cogs that kind of ran that machine promotional wise. Uh, so then you look at who else you mentioned, Jimmy Hart. You want to talk yeah. about a guy that never stopped working and never stopped talking? Literally, like to this day, yeah. Like he's still, yeah, he's still putting himself over or putting yeah. his restaurant over, whatever. Like Jimmy. And he, and he doesn't look a day over forty. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, isn't it crazy? He doesn't. He yeah. hasn't
3: aged since nineteen eighty seven. Right,
2: know. right. Um, so I mean, you, obviously, you like the talkers. You know, you're not like uh, you know the Mister Fuji kind of guy, or even like Slick. Yeah. Slick was a hell of a talker too.
3: Yeah, it's. I liked Slick. Um, it was funny. I just for for fun and games last night, I put a top ten of my top ten managers one through ten. And I saw that. Yeah. I got a lot of heat because uh, <laughs> I put uh, Harvey Whippleman at number 10 instead of slick and people didn't like that.
2: <laughs> Can you explain the reasoning behind that? Because I am curious as to why, <laughs> I mean, it's all subjective, right? But I mean, why yeah,
3: it's, it's subjective. Um, I think uh, the reason I like the character of Harvey Whippleman is what's your job as a manager. It's to make your talent look as good, impressive, and as big as possible. Right. You can't tell me you could get an average-sized guy, put him next to Harvey Whippleman and he'll make him look huge. Yeah. And then if you pair him with some of those big guys, um, and plus I got a I'm a little bit of a mark for the mid-90s. Mm. That stuff he used to do with Howard Finkel, the back and forth with those two. True. It sold me on, on Whippleman. Not any disrespect towards <laughs> Slick or some other guys, Teddy Long, you know. No disrespect at all. It's just I really always gravitated to to Whippleman.
2: No, Bruno was great. I, I, I and that's a great explanation. But again, like I said, it's all subjective. Yeah. Uh, Get my go wants to know which members of the Heenan family does JD think are underrated.
3: Oh boy, um, of the Heenan family, I think that Dino Bravo, or no, he was Hart. I'm sorry, he was Jimmy Hart. Yeah. he was Hart. Um, gosh, that was underrated.
2: Anybody can think probably, of it off the top.
3: I mean, off the top of my head, you know, with the Heenan family, I'm trying to think, was Hercules one of his guys?
2: Originally, yes.
3: I think early early on he was. Uh, I thought Hercules should have always gotten a bigger push than he ever did. Yeah. Um, You know, but it's tough to say underrated for Heenan family because, man, if you got put with Heenan and you're in the family – you usually made it, right? Right. Like there's not many that you can say underrated because they were good. I'm sure there's some if I gave us some time. Uh, but that's a great that was a great question.
2: Yeah, I mean you had King Kong Bundy, who's in the main event of WrestleMania two. Yeah. You had Andre, obviously, who's in the main event of WrestleMania three. You had King Haku. Uh, you know, yeah. they they put him over as a solid mid carder Um, who else do we have? We had obviously the Brain Busters were incredible tag team. They were WF tag team champions when they came in uh rick rude obviously intercontinental champion fought
3: mr mr perfect mr perfect Blair.
2: yep yep so and so okay, i so guess who's who right so i guess you could say they're all perfectly rated and that's right adam yeah that's a yeah, good point i
3: mean yeah i mean really i i think so i i've always wanted to see mr perfect get that uh world championship run that never happened but
2: yeah for sure uh mike Durban says don't be a mark leave a mark I like
3: it. I'm like That's true. I like it.
2: Uh Chris Rodriguez, top 5 of the worst gimmicks of the Heenan family. Worst gimmicks. I don't know if that's that's a tough one because like we said everybody was over. I mean everybody was pretty darn good. Um
3: I mean I never was a huge fan of the Brain Busters, if I got to be honest.
2: Uh-oh. Alright, well you might have some heat with me then. I'm just saying.
3: I just I'm just saying, like
2: Yeah, you know. uh, alright. So
3: I'm I'm getting kicked off the show. My feed's about to get cut.
2: Yeah. Uh thanks everybody for joining us tonight. Uh you can follow me on Twitter. I I was a fan of their work in the in the Crockets. Uh yeah. when they came up to WWF. Putting them with Heenan was good, but they were good enough talkers and characters as it is. I don't think they needed Bobby Heenan, and I think they may have been a little bit watered down, and while they were WWF Tag Team Champions, the Rockers beat them quite frequently towards the end of their run. I mean, the Bushwhackers were kind of over the top on them, so I don't think their run was that great, but I still think they're one of the most solid tag teams you'll, you'll uh, ever no,
3: find. I, then you misunderstood. They're in ring, ring work I was a fan of. Mm-hmm. No issue with that. My my thing is... I. They were tag champs, right? And they were supposed to be a main tag team. Right. Did, did WWF ever do anything to really spotlight them like they did the Rockers, like they did the Hart Foundation? No. If you would have done that, I probably would have loved them.
2: Right, right. Cue Brad Armstrong's team, The show is over. Uh, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. I, that I understand. And and you can't necessarily blame that on Tully and Arn. That's no, That's more know. the booking of Pat and Bruce and, and Vince. Right, so, right. um did you go back and watch any of their stuff or, you know, you grew up in the Northeast obviously as I did. Right. So yeah, I, I'm assuming you were WWF Mark. Did you have access to any of the NWA stuff?
3: No, I didn't. I really didn't. Because, you know, back in those days, it's like you get what's on TV and what you can, you know, record on your takes. Um, you know, and actually I grew up at that time, I lived in Pittsburgh. Um, You know, so really, it was the WWF product, and then we did get we did get WCW stuff. But of course, early '90s, I wasn't watching WCW.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I had I you know around '89, I had access to TBS. That's when I first saw it, and you know, I saw the Flair and Steamboat stuff, and I was hooked. Yeah, you know, because I was used to the bigger, larger than life characters, uh, and then seeing this different style of wrestling, which I had heard of through the after magazines, you know, through PWI and the Wrestler and all that. Right. When I finally saw them on TV, I was like, "Oh, that's who these guys are." And then yeah. I, you know, I, I got every pay per view that year because I was hooked on nice. Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat, and then Flair and Funk, uh, which carried out to the rest of the year. Dude, you want to talk about some legendary matches? Obviously, oh, you know, of
3: just, some of that stuff back then. Because I watch it now. Obviously, I have access to it, right? Um, you know, and it's just you look at, especially once you're in this business, right? And I'm not a wrestler, but I watch my guys. Mm-hmm and I love my guys, but when you are watching that caliber and you, you actually know the business a little bit, you're like, my God, these guys <laughs> were so good. It's, right. it's ridiculous.
2: Right. No, absolutely right. Uh, did you ever live in Pittsburgh, Mike Durban wants to know. Did you have a terrible are you a, Are you a Steelers fan? I hate... Every sports team in Pittsburgh. God bless you. Um,
3: yeah, I hate them all. I was actually, I was born initially in Norfolk, Virginia, so I am a Redskins fan. Oh, oh Washington football team. Okay. Washington football team. Sorry. Okay. I apologize. Um, so, yeah, definitely not, definitely never had a terrible tell.
2: Okay, that's fair. All right, well, then who uh, who are your rooting interests then, you know, as you've gotten older? Have you changed? Do you like anybody out of New York since you are based on New York now? Or
3: uh, Hockey, I'm a Rangers fan. Okay. Um, weird story i'm in baseball i'm a cubs fan um okay. i don't really i don't follow the nba i don't either know? not anymore um,
2: yeah
3: yeah so um but yeah really the the washington football team and cubs and and rangers
2: gotcha gotcha uh chris karen wants to know did you think Akeem was trying to be an african-american from africa Dude, what was up with that gimmick for real? Like,
3: it was interesting. He played as he did as well as he could. He could. I mean, come on. Like, do you think it was a rib on Dusty
2: Rhodes? Obviously, that seems to be the story going around. I think Pritchard might have even admitted to that.
3: Probably. Yeah. I think, I think his mannerisms and when you heard him talk and his just his hand movements and things like that. Um, there was something there. It wasn't super obvious, but it didn't take long to look at it and be like, oh, I see what you're doing.
2: <laughs> Were you a fan of the Attitude Era? Were you still watching? Have you, have you always been watching the business? Did you take any breaks during a yeah. while?
3: No, I, I watched it all, um, all the way through. And, uh, of course, I love it. I mean, you got to realize, for me, the Attitude Era hit in, we call it, like, 97-ish. Yeah. I know there's debates, but, um, yeah. you know, in 97, I'm 13 years old. Like, this is me. Like, DX is coming out when I'm a freshman in high school. You better believe I had my DX shirt. I had the necklace. I had the boxers, and I was going around to my teachers screaming, Suck it all the time. Like, the (laughs) attitude era, like, that was just, I was always into it. But then everybody else in school is now wearing these Austin 316 shirts. And I'm like, That guy's a piece of garbage because I'm a Bret Hart fan. Um, you know, and I'm like, I can talk you circles around you in wrestling, <laughs> right? You know, you yeah. just started watching it, but yeah, attitude Era, I loved it. I mean, that
2: was a big boom period. Yeah. I mean, literally everybody that, you know, even the casual fan tuned in and saw this guy drinking beer and flipping everybody off. And, and beating up the boss, who, who wouldn't love that? We are going to get to Bret Hart in a second, because I know that is the main topic of this broadcast, but uh, we do have some other questions coming in. Christopher Rodriguez wants to know, speaking of JD's guys, who is his geneti? Which one is most likely to be turned on by his stable? Uh, the
3: one-eyed Jedi LJ Thomas, without a doubt. A moron. I don't know how he's still in our group. He somehow We tried to kick him out, but he somehow <laughs> has weaseled his way back in.
2: Interesting. I don't know how it is. Where did the uh descent start there?
3: He's uh he, you ever have that annoying little brother that it stops being cute a long time ago but For, he still wants to hang out with you?
2: Pretty much my old podcast uh partner, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. That's, that's that's LJ. Yeah. That's that's gotcha. that's the annoying little brother. But then he's nice to you and you're like, "Oh, we'll keep him around." And but then he does stupid things and you're like, "All right, why haven't we beat him up yet?"
2: That's a good question. That's a good question.
3: So yeah, that's that's your answer.
2: Will Team JD be visiting the country of Africa once restrictions are lifted? Are you guys going to go international? I, um, I mean, we would love to. We actually
3: had before COVID hit um, some stuff in Canada. No oh, shit. No, that's not that's not Africa, but close. Uh, yeah, we we had some bookings uh, lined up that, of course, have gotten canceled and not rescheduled mm-hmm. yet. Um, don't see Africa on the horizon, although I, I don't know if they have shows in Africa. Maybe
2: I, I'll have to look into I, it. You never know. Team Team JD might might get over in Africa. Why brother. not? Why, sure. Uh, does, Chris Caron wants to know, do you like going to the hood for Popeye's chicken sandwiches?
3: I did it for lunch today, my man.
2: No shit. What are the odds? All right. What did you get?
3: Uh, I got the original chicken sandwich, and then I got a quarter pound of the popcorn shrimp.
2: Nice. Nice. Good have stuff. you tried other chicken sandwiches? I mean, there's a chicken sandwich craze going on, right? This, By I've the way, this a, show always goes off the fucking rails, so we may never, okay. ever stay on topic. But um, have you tried, tried other one. other chicken sandwiches?
3: Every single place that offers one I've tried.
2: Is Popeye's your favorite? Yes. <sighs> have you tried KFC's yet? Yes. It's very good. It's close. It's not
3: bad. It, now, the only place, but I, do, I just, we don't have a Chick-fil-A anywhere near us. Gotcha. Um, But I have had Chick-fil-A in the past, so if I had to choose between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, I'd say Chick-fil-A just because I remember how good it
2: was. (laughs) Right, right.
3: Um, But we literally don't have one within 150, 200 miles.
2: That's unfortunate. See, being in in Middle Tennessee now, I'm I'm fortunate. I'm glad my wife was from here because uh, there's so much food here, and we literally have access to just about everything. Um, Hardy just came out with one. Uh, and I don't think you have any Hardees up north.
3: Yeah, we don't have any Hardees by us either.
2: Do you have Sonic? I know Sonic was branching yeah. out. Okay.
3: Yeah, we got Sonic. Sonic, I like Sonic.
2: They're good. Um, Burger King's newest chicken sandwich, in my opinion, at least the spicy version, is is better than Popeyes. If you haven't tried it yet, I highly See, I, suggest I can't, it.
3: I can't do spice.
2: Oh, you can't do spice. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, you know
3: who's was surprisingly decent was uh, McDonald's.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I, I, yeah. I
3: was surprised.
2: I was surprised, too, because they always half-ass whatever they put yeah, out. It's yeah, it's McDonald's. I mean, it
3: freaking sucks.
2: Exactly. You know? uh, it's 10 strong here in the chat. We have more All questions right, cool. for JD. Ethan All Canuck, right. Team JD in the house. Bro, you got to come to Canada. Yeah, we are just talking about that.
3: Yeah, we were just talking about that. Um, I know we had a couple. Um, there were smaller towns, but I know outside of Toronto. And then there was... I want to say nor, uh, towards Montreal-ish was was the other one. So hopefully those shows are going to get going again. I know Canada is still a little shut down in, in a lot of places. They are. But, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully once that opens up, I, I will be up there and we will let you know, my man.
2: Mike Durban wants to know, what is JD's favorite Bon Jovi song to sing at karaoke? Well, I know you said you don't or you can't sing. I can't. But do you I, like to I sing? Can't. Do you get drunk and uh, just go out to a bar and do karaoke?
3: I've done it. Uh, usually, if I do that, it's rapping Eminem, which I'm, I never
2: would have seen that su- coming. <laughs>
3: I have a surprising talent for that somehow.
2: Um, we need the Team JD rap album, then we do.
3: All right, I, I mean WWF did it.
2: That's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon can, can get out there and sing uh, and dance. Anybody yeah. can. Uh, Absolutely. Chris Caram says y'all got Whataburger in Nashville now. We are getting them this year, Chris, which I'm excited about. Uh, Chris Rodriguez. Prefers the pastor chicken, chicken Jesus. I love Chick fil A, and I hope you guys do get them up north because it really is fantastic.
3: Like, oh, yeah. The, the waffle fry. I mean, the whole, their sauce. Yeah. It's all, yeah. All good.
2: Family Fun Network. Yo, JD, go to Chooks to go if you're ever in the Philippines. Amazing chicken. Well, I don't know
3: all right you guys are killing me tonight if if i remember that uh and if i ever go to the philippines there's i'm not gonna remember that
2: (laughs) i'll remind you i'll remind you uh do you enjoy cookies and cream milkshakes from chick-fil-a mike i do i i actually do uh you have them you got chick-fil-a in chicago mike i didn't know that i didn't think they went up north at all actually you know what I, I let me strike that. I do have family back home in Connecticut that said that they do have one up there. So hey, maybe you will get one out in New York or Pennsylvania whenever you're around there. We so. we
3: had one years ago. The only one in New York State at one point in time was, and I'm not joking, was at the cafeteria of my college campus. Interesting in, uh, in Cortland, New York.
2: Interesting. You know, they were like only in malls. Like growing up in the 80s and 90s, like they were strictly. They didn't have any brick and mortars outside. They were typically in food courts of malls uh, back in the day. Holy shit, Disco Inferno in the house. What a schmuck Team JD is. He stinks. You guys are a bunch of louses, especially Durban.
3: Well, you know, jealousy is an ugly color. Um, You know, and that's... Hey, I get messages like that all the time.
2: I'm sure you Um, do. Yeah, You
3: know, so it's... Trust me, I got pretty tough skin. um, You know, so it doesn't really concern me. And if you really go out of your way to message me and hate me, I'm pretty much doing my job, I think.
2: I mean, that's right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're a heel manager, if you want to
3: yeah. break If you want to say that, you know, you that, you know but, uh, I guess. I, you know.
2: Uh, thank you, Disco, for the comment. Uh, you know, you want to talk about a guy that was so over, uh, you know, on Nitro back in the day. Uh, no, yeah? he, he was. I can't, I can't argue. He was, you know, he was one of the greatest Cruiserweight champions of all time. Uh, I'm sure Hulk held him down, brother. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh best chicken is Nando's. I don't know anything about that, Chris. Uh someone needs to go to eighty someone needs 86 disco. Hey, no, the more hey, everybody is welcome here in the chat. Anybody anybody can can ask whatever questions they want or make comments. We are we are a very interactive podcast. Uh so if anybody has anything to say, I mean you're pretty much hijacking the show anyway. Uh, You know, we yeah, can't even... hey,
3: and, and Disco, if if you want to look me up on Facebook, but I'm not hard to find. You know, I'm not. We can have a conversation anytime you want, my friend.
2: He's not hard to find either with that giant nose, you know
1: what I mean? Well... <laughs>
2: yeah, so... uh Anyway, so we are here... Oh, Jesus Christ, who we got now? JFy. What up, everybody? Can't wait to see what Team JD does now that the lockdowns are done. I heard JD was doing some podcasts. Is it on Hameen or Russo? I... Yeah, uh... I can't keep track. Um,
3: I, I can't. I'm not i am not trying to be an arrogant prick. Um, I got some lined up, and I've done seven or eight in the past three or four weeks. Um, but, you know, I don't want to distract from whatever podcast I'm currently doing. So there's no way I'm going to promote another podcast, what I've done before, what I'm doing now, when I have my time and focus on you.
2: Well, I appreciate that. And that's, that's a professional right there. That's business. Uh, most underrated heart brother
3: man that's like having me trash my
2: family um (laughs) okay so you're not just a brett fan you uh you respect the entire uh heart clan
3: yeah i mean i guess as far as the ones that worked in the ring um i i mean i i liked them all i guess bruce would be my pick
2: that's fair yeah no that's fair I thought Bruce was too much of a hothead, to be quite honest. But
3: yeah, I, I mean I didn't hate his work. I just if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me I got to pick one, that's who I'm picking.
2: What's up, Sonic? Welcome to the chat. We are we are fifteen strong here in the chat. Welcome, nice. welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, so yes, that's a great segue to talk about your favorite wrestler, yeah. which we're gonna have a little bit of more heat with. Um, that's all right. Admittedly, I am a Shawn Michaels guy. And I always, okay. I always have been, uh, the rockers were my favorite tag team. They were the ones that actually got me interested in watching wrestling. When I saw them in the AWA in 88 as the midnight rockers. Uh, right. so when they came over to WWF, uh, I was, I was hooked and, and Marty, a great worker in his own, right? Uh, yeah. he was kind of his own worst enemy, but it was something about Sean. even back then, I don't know. That just drew my attention to him, uh, followed him his entire career, I don't dislike Bret Hart. I I absolutely respect him in the ring, but um, I do have a lot of Bret Hart friends that we argue about who is the better in-ring performer. Uh, They're both Hall of Famers, obviously. Both tremendous technicians. Uh, Sean, obviously, is a little bit more flamboyant than Bret. Bret was more hard knocks, and and let's get down to business. Obviously, we know the attitude problems of Sean uh, back in the day. Uh, But, see, he kind of changes attitude, and to me, Bret's... Brett's still kind of a dick.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, here's, here's the reality. I, I, Brett Hart is, will always be my favorite, and I don't know if it's a childhood thing or, or what, okay? But I will say a couple things uh, in response to what you just said. Best in-ring performer of all time is Shawn Michaels. Okay. All right? We can agree on that. Um, Brett Hart is a bitter kind of jerk at times, you know? You know um, but he's my boy and right. I got to stick up for my boy and that's you know I think I showed you I still have my original Bret Hart Hasbro <laughs> yeah. from when I was 9 years old this is the exact one I also got my I got my Funko hanging out with us too nice um nice. you know so yes I he is Bret Hart is the only wrestler that I actually am fully mark for and I can admit that you know I think we all got to have that one or two um you know cuz I've worked with a lot of guys that have been on TV have made it big and I don't mark out. I just don't. I polite, I do business, whatever. Bret Hart walked in that locker room. Uh, I don't know. I, I probably could contain it, but it'd be tough.
2: I'm a little pissed because I was actually supposed to meet Brett. He was going to do uh, a show for big time wrestling in Spartanburg, South Carolina, a couple oh, years yeah. ago, but his vacation was in the way. He apparently forgot that he was booked and said, Oh, sorry, I got to go on vacation. And he didn't show up. So uh, he's got some heat with me because I did I did want to meet him and shake his hand and uh, yeah you know, and get the picture taken with him. But uh, I'm I'm a little pissed off with that. Comments are flying here in the chat, Joe. All right, uh, let's,
3: let's what do we got. What do we got. Chris
2: Karen wants to know: Have you ever done shots with Marty Janetti? Um, well, Marty's been everywhere. Have you ever been able to meet him? Me? No,
3: no. I have never had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Marty.
2: I have. He's actually a cool, dude. He did a.
3: He seems all right. I mean, I know he's well gone off when run he's run straight.
2: Right when when he's sober, he's good. Uh oh, gotcha. You know, I met him uh, at a convention that Justin Credible had in Connecticut in 2009, um, the icons of pro wrestling, and he was a cool dude. Okay. Um, uh, IB Exclusives. What's up, Chad? Uh, who had the better WWF ice cream bar image, Brett or Sean? Boy,
3: gosh. I Well, I remember Brett's. I don't remember Sean.
2: I don't either. I don't know if there was one.
3: So I can't, I Might can't have to give an answer.
2: Yeah. Uh, Ethan Canuck says Brett Hart is the man, Sean is Mr. WrestleMania. But Hart is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Who has the lasting legacy when it comes to both guys? I mean, are they on the same level? I mean, obviously you said Sean's the better in-ring performer. But, I mean, like, overall lasting legacy, you, you look at the quality of their work. Obviously, there weren't any holes in Brett's work. I mean, he worked snug. Uh, everything he, looked, he did looked believable. Sean was... Sean could be difficult to work with at some points. Obviously, you you know you remember the Hulk Hogan match from Summerslam when he was, you know, overselling and bumping all over the place just to prove a point. Um, So, if you had to, if you had to rate them, who would you rate higher as far as overall in-ring work, knowing what you know in the business?
3: Uh, I mean, still, it's 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 Sean um, mainly just because, like. For Bret Hart, he had to work that technical style match, right? And he was the best at it. However, Shawn could work almost any kind of match right. he wanted. If you wanted Shawn, I mean, look at WrestleMania 12. Um, for 40 minutes of that first part of that match, Shawn was technically wrestling, right? Right. Um, he can go aerial. You've seen the stuff he did with Triple H. That was that real, just hardcore, you know, rough stuff. I mean, he's just—he's so versatile. Whereas Bret Hart is great, but you've got to have a Bret Hart style match. True, I think.
2: True, I I can't argue with that, dude. I I wish Bret and Chris Benoit, in their prime, would have gotten together. You know, in the WWE. Uh, Obviously, they're on two different—you know—I wouldn't say generations, but you know, I think they're about ten.
3: It wouldn't have matched. It wouldn't have matched at the time.
2: You don't think so? I mean, they they would have pulled it off, yeah. don't get me wrong, they
3: those two definitely would have pulled it off, um, but I just don't know what kind of story you could have gotten behind it, or what kind of run it could have had. I uh, mean, might have
2: been a- Benoit being trained in the dungeon, too, I mean, there could have been some dissent sure. there, yeah. I guess, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, one was jealous of the other, or, uh, but I mean, both pretty much, I, w- I don't want to say the same wrestler, but... They have a lot of similarities, especially with the you know snap suplexes and stuff oh, yeah. like that.
3: And uh, I mean, we, we could spend another hour talking about <laughs>
2: why Brett didn't succeed in WCW. But yeah, true. Yeah, we don't have know. to go there. We don't have to go there. Yeah. Uh, IB exclusive note wants to know: Do you think Marty Jannetty should have won a world title? I don't. I don't.
3: I think I think his Intercontinental run later on was good. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um. But no, I, I think he was good with tag and, inter, and uh, Intercontinental.
2: Sean ice always melted too quick and made you lose your smile. That is the pop of that's, the night. That that's is,
3: a that's a great line. Uh, All
2: right. <laughs> if Goldberg walked into the locker room, what would you say to him for ending Brett's career?
3: I bet you, and I, I'm not even kidding. And I might be intimidated. It's, it's flipping Goldberg, right? Yeah. I, would, I I would say something. I don't know. I'd be like, hey, thanks for retirement, my favorite guy ever. Or you know, I don't know. It'd probably be something smartass.
2: I mean, obviously, um, mistakes happen in the ring. I know Brett had a lot of heat with Goldberg because Goldberg never really apologized until years later. Um, yeah, I
3: mean, obviously it wasn't on purpose. Like, yeah. No one thinks that. But, um, you know, Goldberg had a reputation from what I've heard of hurting guys. Yeah, uh, Brett was not the only one. You know, you, you hear that stuff all the time. That's why, to this day, the current guys don't love when when Goldberg's there. Um, that reputation, you know, precedes
2: him. Right, for sure, for sure. Uh, I'd be exclusive once to no. know. Or says Sean definitely showed more monumental dickheadery during that time. Yeah, Sean was very, very hard Tough to, work to work with. with. I mean, yeah.
3: from from everything you and I have, you've got to believe I have seen every documentary I think that has been produced when it comes to Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. Right, um, and Sean will even tell you um how much a, of a jerk he was. Um whereas Bret was a jerk but didn't tell anybody that he didn't admit to it,
2: <laughs> I guess I should say. That's true. I mean, was Sean just that? damn good as to why he was able oh, to get yeah. away with everything. He, I mean, being, you know, whether it's messed up in the ring or in Vince's office, you know, drugged out of his gore. Um yeah. I mean, um, he would have
3: been he would have been fired if if he wasn't that good. You you know he would have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people will say, you know, if you just want to quit drugs or stop drinking, then you just stop drinking. But I mean, it's just it's not that easy.
3: It's if you have an addiction or, or something of that nature, um drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be, uh, it's not that easy uh, until you make that conscious decision to want to do it, yeah, and take the steps to do it. Which he he proved he did, you know, and and he came back, and we got a, we got to see a great Sean Michaels after that.
2: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and I'm. Not only you know was he great after he got saved, but, I mean, obviously he was also sober as well. I mean, he, he pretty much had a longer run when he came back than he did the first time, which is remarkable.
3: Yeah, especially because after uh, he hurt his back at the um, Royal Rumble in yeah. 1998 against The Undertaker in that casket match, they really thought, like, we're going to get you to WrestleMania and that's it. Like, yeah. his doctor was like, you're done. Yeah. Um, and he was like, damn it, no, I'm not. And he, he wasn't, and it was great.
2: Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Ninja Boy Braden, what up, JD? Just heard some podcasts two weeks back when you were doing with JP. I became a big fan. You're a great talker. Love the Twitter news updates. You have a great character.
3: Awesome. I don't use Twitter, so I think you're getting me confused.
2: Maybe. Maybe that's possible. I don't
3: know. Although I do talk a lot on social media as far as, like, uh, Facebook, and it's linked to Instagram, so maybe that might be i don't know maybe it's linked to my twitter i have a twitter <laughs> i don't use it so maybe it's actually linked you know what my apologies maybe you are seeing stuff on twitter
2: uh get my ghost. His thoughts and prayers go out to buff bagwell god he's yes. in a, yeah he's in a tough spot yeah right that's now.
3: that's hard it's uh from what I, i've never met him personally um he's personally a nice guy too.
2: i i met him yeah. in south carolina at, at at a big time wrestling show and uh every, he was so nice to everybody um what I've always heard. it's it's really unfortunate i mean there's there's some guys that go on podcasts and will just they'll make fun of guys like him or make fun of Marty for being always in and out of jail or Sonny. I mean, what kind of an asshole would pick on somebody that obviously either have you know an addiction problem uh, or uh, you know always in trouble in, in jail or have a, a a mental issue? I mean, I, dude, there's one podcast where this guy is actually like a uh, uh, a mental health counselor, um, but even he's made jokes about Sonny being in and out of jail or doing porn and stuff like that. Like you really have to be a low life to make fun of people like that. You know what I mean?
3: We all, we have all dealt with shit in our lives. You know, we have all been through those rough patches and we've all made mistakes. Um, So that's why I, I I learned a long time ago to stay humble and, and stay in your lane
2: right so to speak yeah
3: you know it's not my business and you just hope the best for people that's
2: that's smart advice i mean i don't know why you'd want to wish ill on anybody anyway no but i mean no. Uh, it is what it is uh no. awesome liam says just i came across this channel it's funny jd is on he's a funny guy I, is that, is that I, one of your guys did you have one of your one of your boys come in here just to just to put no, you over
3: man i don't i and i i love getting <laughs> new fans i don't recognize the names but i super love love it um that's awesome. I uh, I was a professional stand-up comedian for about six years, so I try to be funny sometimes.
2: Were you really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I you're you a jack-of-all-trades.
3: I tried. performing with Jim Gaffigan, TJ Miller, some some good names.
2: I uh, love Jim Gaffigan. Oh, Jesus, yeah, I love Jim. he's a funny guy. He's yep. very, very funny. Uh, again, my ghost says we all just need to find out what inspires us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely inspiration right. Inspiration can carry you.
2: And Twitter is toxic. That is very, very true. You're, you're you're probably doing yourself a service by not being on Twitter because if you get yeah. into the wrestling Twitter bubble, uh you can never get out. You'll get sucked yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not
3: I'm not there. As, as far as I know, I'm not in it. But maybe
2: <laughs> right. I am. maybe I- there's uh somebody impersonating uh J D that's out there.
3: Uh, you can you can try, but there's one original man. <laughs>
2: Ib exclusive wants to know. uh, I wonder how Montreal would have gone down with Nick Patrick as the ref instead of Earl Hebner. See,
3: Earl wouldn't have been would have been any different.
2: But Brett trusted Earl, and that's kind of where I. And I know Earl was a company guy, and he was put in a horrible spot. But Brett, point blank, had you know he asked him. I'm sure you saw Wrestling with Shadows. uh, You know, Earl, did you know about it? He's like, No, Brett. I swear to God, I didn't know anything about it. That's hard, dude. Uh, and I understand yeah, Earl later is. on in life, you know, making shirts like I screwed Brett and whatever. I mean, by then it was already over, but dude, if, if you trust a guy like that, especially someone like Earl who is the head referee uh, and is an integral part of the show um, to lie to him. I mean, you can't blame Earl for that, right? No, I don't. And Brett
3: doesn't. Brett, Brett to this day says, I don't blame Earl. I would have done the same thing. You know, Brett has said that in, in several interviews um, and I probably would have too, I, if I'm being honest, like, you know, if, if I'm 10 minutes before a show or 15 minutes and I got Vince McMahon, Triple H and Shawn Michaels saying you're going to do this,
2: yeah, I'm yeah. doing
3: it like, I, what can you do? You know, that's
2: true. That's true. This is a very random question. Does JD prefer shopping at Target or Walmart?
3: I freaking hate Walmart. Me too. Yeah. I just, I don't want to get into it. Especially the people that
2: work there. I mean, no offense to anybody that works there, but um, target.
3: Yeah. Target, target, target. I'm a target
2: guy too. Uh, Joe Feeney's in the house. TJ Miller lied about nine 11.
3: (laughs) I don't know. Do you, did you follow that comment? (laughs) I won't get into it. I won't get into it, but that's funny.
2: (laughs) Joe's a Pennsylvania guy, so uh, maybe just something I missed. He can eat a big, fat bird. Hey,
3: he was a funny, he was a funny comedian and a nice guy. We called him Dead Eyes.
2: Oh, it's if a comedian thought, thing. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's a
3: comedian. TJ Miller's a comedian. He was the lead actor in, uh, do you remember that horrible, horrible emoji movie?
2: Yes, I do.
3: He, he was the lead guy in that.
2: I got gotcha. you. Okay.
3: You've seen him in other things. you yeah, yeah, just yeah. don't realize you've yeah. seen him.
2: I got gotcha. you. Joe, uh, Joe's humor is usually over my head anyway. Uh, get Nick Patrick, that son of a bitch.
3: Dude, I love that character, though. I do, too, and I thought...
2: Now, some people are like... And I don't know if you watch AEW at all now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aubrey Edwards uh, yeah. seems to like to get herself over at the expense yeah. of some of the talent she's in the ring with. If it's done the right way and it's part of the angle, I can see it. But I kind of think Aubrey's going into business for herself. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on when the talent tries to get not. themselves over?
3: you're not wrong. Okay. Um, however, see, I can't, I'm not a referee, right? Like I want to get myself over and I want to get the guys over. So, um, I can't speak from a referee standpoint. I don't have a problem with what she's doing and here's why I think it's not so much. She's trying to just get herself over. I think she's trying just like this women's revolution has been for years. It's now happening with repping, right? right? So I think she's trying to make it so people are like, okay, female refs can be right up in the guy's face just like guys can be. And I think that part's okay. Um, I think it does go over the line once in a while. Um, so you, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I, right. I think I get why she's doing it. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's just trying to get herself over <laughs>
2: I don't know. It's just as long as I've been watching wrestling, it seems to me that she's just going into business for herself. I I could be wrong as well. Uh, But to me, it turns me off. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that focus on the talent in the ring that you're part of the show that you're trying to get over uh, as opposed to getting yourself over. But I mean, that's just me. I'm old. So, you know,
3: there's a female ref and and pardon me, I don't remember her name in NXT. Um, And she is legit and really good. And I, I love her work. Um, so she's kind of doing the same thing, but not really getting herself over. Yeah, but she's still making waves. And and I apologize because I don't remember her name. So if somebody I, out there has that name. Drop it because I forgot.
2: Okay. Uh, who gives a shit enough to be obsessed with Nick Patrick? Yeah, I, no, I heard a, obsessed. No, I know. I, I heard a podcast lately, and I think I know who he's talking about. Where I don't know. I don't know if it's just some kind of yeah. It might be a lame bit Joe where they're going. I don't know. They have heat with Nick Patrick for some reason, but it's like I don't know. It's a running joke on the show. Oh. Not many people listen to it anyway. But uh, oh, there's a Tony Toxic comment here. Hold on. Only thing more toxic that Twitter is is JD's champ Tony Toxic. Wow, a lot yes, of heat he for is. Tony.
3: Yeah, Tony, he's a heat seeker, man. We call him we call him our furnace because everywhere we walk into, he just gets heat. <laughs>
2: I like that. Uh, Joe Feeney says, "I beat Tony Toxic in the backyard in 2002." Congratulations, Joe.
3: That would have been illegal. He was like 14.
2: <laughs> does JD hold on? Does JD think Walmart shoppers are filthy pigs? I'm not admitting that. Okay, at least not publicly. No. No. Uh, Tony had to do the job for the BYP title. He tapped out to my sedative finisher. Oh my gosh uh, Joe, you're killing me. Uh, Nick Patrick reads children's Bibles Dude, my chat. I have the weirdest fans in the world. I really do. That's
3: all right. I've seen weirder although they're they're fun, they're interactive like you you gotta be proud of that.
2: Yeah no, no, for sure. Uh, and they always hijack my shows. I stand crazy Eddie Wild character. I don't know who that is Joe.
3: And you know, grammar helps, Joe.
2: Yeah, that's that's fair. connect construction says, JD. What up? Great talker. That seems to be hey. the word going around. Is uh, people that's enjoy awesome. your, your your promos?
3: Oh, that's great. I um, I appreciate that very much. Um, always work hard and, and trying to get better at it. But uh, yeah, it's great getting uh, seeing a lot of people that I don't know their names that have been seeing my stuff. So that's that's great. We're getting out
2: there. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, and this is, you know, free free promotion for you, too. I love to help out guys that, you know, that are in the business or, you know, or in indies. Anybody that wants to come on, I'm always trying to put people over because it's all one big family, right, the wrestling community. So yeah. anything we can do to help each other out, I mean, it's, you know, I have no problem putting Absolutely. putting people over. Uh, Midnight Mike's in the house. What up, Mike? Uh, Jessica Carr is the lady ref in NXT. Thank you, Bobo. I knew somebody oh, would thank know. thank you. That. All right, cool. Uh, Joe Feeney says I'm coming to Western PA to take Toxic's title in a shizoot.
3: <laughs> I have strong confidence, Joe, that from your sentences you couldn't read a map enough to get here.
2: Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired! Mike Durban, have you ever walked Dan Severn to the ring? Have you ever met Dan? I Dan is another one
3: I had. Wait, did I meet Dan?
2: He's a tough son bitch.
3: I don't think I did. Who did I meet? It wasn't Dan. No. Okay, Dan. some
2: other MMA guy, I guess yeah yeah um, was, I can't remember who does jD have more than one home how well is is jD doing are you are you living large oh man we got let's
3: see we got this home we got our we got our uh, cabin so that's pretty awesome we got our beach house in the outer banks nice um I don't yeah I guess honey we only got three houses right yeah yeah we got three right now we sold one last year
2: okay so. You're, you're slumming it a little bit, but I mean, you'll yeah, work your way right. back up there after We're the pandemic, good, hey, right?
3: The pandemic was tough on all of
2: us. That is true. That is absolutely right. Uh, Eli Brazil says, they have only seen you on one Facebook live stream. Okay, well, at least at least he saw you somewhere. I mean, that's cool, right?
3: Hey, That's one more than some people.
2: Joe, are you drunk? <laughs> not you, Joe Feeney. Uh, I was going to
3: say, I'm not.
2: <laughs> I'll read your obituary. I think I think Feeney's been hitting the, the sauce a little bit. <laughs> that's all right. Uh hi Dan, I'm J D. Yeah, I guess he never met Dan Mike. Uh is J D number thirteen in Brazil? I don't know. We were just talking about you know, going to Africa and maybe what, the Philippines? I mean you guys want
3: me in Brazil now?
2: Apparently, once the travel restrictions are lifted, I guess you're gonna have to try to get booked everywhere. Hook, hook,
3: hook me up with uh Pomoa, you know. I'm I'm more than happy to <laughs> travel. I love traveling.
2: Getting back to, to Bret Hart, was he like was he the first guy that you got hooked on or no, he wasn't. Believe it or not, Tatanka was. No shit, that's odd. Yeah, I turned
3: on the TV randomly, which is how I fell in love with wrestling, and I see this guy with red mohawk with a tomahawk just run into the ring. And I'm like, what is this? You know, and so I start watching the next week then Undertaker comes out. Right. Um, you know, I'm watching Superstars. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then finally I started watching week after week after week and then Bret Hart became my guy.
2: So speaking of Superstars, I watched a podcast where they were doing Superstars watch-alongs and speaking of Tatanka, They were kind of making fun of Satanka for the whole Indian gimmick and all that, uh, the Native American gimmick. Would that still play today, or do you think that's a little too stereotypical?
3: No, I think, well, if you do it the same way, no. But I think you could definitely, I have a a friend that's actually Native American Mm -hmm. um, in the independent wrestling scene, and he promotes it, but he doesn't do, like, the headdress or anything like that. But I think you could definitely, um, probably even more so, get a native American gimmick over as long as you're good about it. You know, don't be, don't be cheap about it mm-hmm. or like make fun of it, but do it the right way. Um, and I think that's needed. I think gimmicks like that actually are needed for these kids with the different ethnicities. Right. So they can look up to somebody, Hey, here's a hero just like me. Yeah. Um, because things like, you know, we're, we're doing the black lives matter and, and that's great, but you don't see a lot of that for Native Americans. Um True. and there's a bigger population than people realize.
2: Yes, there is. There is. Uh, Joe Feeney says it's Thursdays thirsty or thirsty Thursdays. Don't judge me. Okay, okay, Oh,
3: uh, you were judged twenty minutes ago,
2: Feeney. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Mike Durban says we want you to visit the country of Africa.
3: Apparently, do you actually live there, Mike? Or are you just like really want? I don't know. He's kind of hard on Africa. for
2: for Africa. I'm not not sure exactly what's going on. Bret Hart was a giant poon slayer. Yes, he was.
3: Yes, yeah, he was. well, hey.
2: I mean why uh, can't we all be, Dana? Chris Rodriguez wants to know what did you think of the Hart AE documentary? Did you get a chance to watch it?
3: Yeah, I think it was well done. Um, for me personally, and I'm not bragging, I've just seen everything and read everything about Bret Hart ever. Right. I really didn't learn anything new except for maybe the things he mentioned that's going on in the past couple of years. Um, you know, but I've seen all his documentaries, I've read his books. Um, it was well done though. I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I think it was nice to hear from certain members of his family that wouldn't normally speak out in a WWE documentary. True. So that part was cool. Um, so yeah, I thought it was well done.
2: What is up with their docs? I mean, like some are good, some are bad. Like the Roddy Piper one was like, the biography was great, but the Macho Man sucked. I mean, they really it buried him in that until, one.
3: until the end when they buried him for a half hour. Yeah. It's just like, Whoa, I, I didn't like, where understand did that. that. Come from Right. Um, I'm friends with, I, not best friends, but I know his brother, um, Lanny Papo. Yeah. And um, yeah, he had some stuff to say about oh, it. Oh, he was pissed. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he's yeah. not happy about it. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all.
2: And what the hell is Bubba the Love Sponge doing here? I mean, I know he's Hogan's yeah. boy, but or was Hogan's. I don't even know anymore, but... I don't know. That's I don't weird. Know what. The whole thing is I weird know. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris also wants to know, did you hoot and holler and imitate <laughs> Tatanka in the front yard?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Did I'm sure I did. I think we I'm all sure did. I'm sure I had to. Yeah.
2: I think we yeah, all did. I
3: mean, yeah, no doubt.
2: Feeney, no you're doubt. killing me. Uh, Bruce Bridger just called, and he demanded JD stop insulting a WWE or there'll be harsh consequences.
3: Dude, you realize six weeks ago I was turned in by WWE. They already don't like me.
2: Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What happened? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I was um, blocked and banned on Facebook because uh, some comments I made on a podcast. And um, they, WWE actually uh, reported me to Facebook and because uh, of the video, and they banned me.
2: Will he get a cease and desist? Uh, yeah, I know, that's... Dude, really? Like, are they that yeah. petty? I don't know. And, and it didn't give me much info. It just said you have been
3: reported by violate from WWE for violating their trademark.
2: Yeah, because Facebook won't do that unless the owner actually files a motion. Yeah.
3: Somebody did not like what I have to say.
2: How the hell would... Who were you on? Like, oh, was that... Was that? All right, yeah, I know what you're on. I know what you're on. Yeah, I know you're on. so... Okay. That was that was
3: about two was it two six weeks, two months ago. It was something like that.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think they paid attention to stuff like that for real. I
3: didn't either. Everybody's like, Well, it's great. They they paid attention to him I'm like, well, no, it's not great. They obviously don't like me, so especially, they stand me. Like, especially that's not if you Yeah,
2: especially if you want to get in there at one point. They yeah, were like, like screw really? Really? this like, guy. No,
3: I don't I don't want them to not like me. Like, <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> Scott Damore said JP J D overpaid for replicatine belts. Right, he's just being a dick now. He's just being a dick now. Come on. It's JD. called
3: impact, buddy.
2: That's right, Lanny Poffo is a great good friend. I love Lanny. I love yeah. watching. We're he's overseas, right? He's in some like tropical country or something. Yeah, like,
3: he's. Uh, I don't remember exactly where. Um, it's been it's been actually years since I've seen him face to face. Yeah,
2: I mean, I heard um, he was overseas, like living the dream, just completely unplugged from society, yeah. pretty much. Every now and then he gets on Facebook, but uh,
3: super nice, super super nice guy. Would would have oh, just to listen to it because it's funny. Have you ever met Lanny?
2: I have not met him personally. No,
3: it's so great because his voice is so much like Randy's. Yeah, and but he'll go and he'll be talking to you, and he has that boisterous, the same grumble, mm-hmm. and uh, tell stories about Randy from their childhood. And it's just you could sit, literally, I could sit for three, four hours and listen to Lanny talk about his stories with his brother.
2: Yeah, me too. I wish I wish Lanny could do a podcast like that. That would be, uh, yeah, that that would That'd be, be awesome. fun. Uh, Chris Craham says, I agree with JD that uh, it's a good thing that kids of various ethnicities to have heroes they can look up to that look like them. No, for sure. Yeah, and absolutely. We, you know, we should see more of that. Oh, God, Feeney. Feeney's hijacking the show. Team JF, which I don't even think that's even a thing, uh, is coming from the Monster Factory to squash Team JD on a fight TV taping in Kingston, Pennsylvania. Will you take the booking? Team JF, Joe Feeney. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't yeah. put the I didn't put the two together. I'm I'm yeah. I'm stupid. It's fine. Uh, would you take a booking to, to take on uh, Miss Mister Feeney? You want to bring me and my guys into the Monster Factory? I'm more than happy.
3: I got some connections down there, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm not going to make it happen. You want that fight? You make it happen. <laughs>
2: uh, we we pre- this this show this show sucks. Uh, you know it's I hate it. Fun. W- fun? No, it is it's fun. It's just- one of the
3: most fun. Things I've done in a long time. I'm
2: glad you're having fun, but I'm, i you know I can't stay on topic because of these assholes in chat. know. That, right. uh, I'm just busting their balls. Well, I'm busting Joe's Feeney's balls really, because he's a douche. Oh, bike, you but. should.
3: He's a moron.
2: Yeah, he is. Uh, getting back to the Montreal screw job. Did you yep. watch it live? Because I did. Uh,
3: yes, I did watch that live.
2: <laughs> was your jaw dropping and, and hitting the floor? Because like I, I thought, thought I work. thought it was a shoot. I mean, you thought it was a wow. work.
3: I thought it was work. I was how old was I in ninety seven? I would have been thirteen at that point.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um so I didn't know a lot about the business.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. I was a little um, bit older. I was about twenty when that happened. So Yeah, yeah so
3: I didn't know a lot about the business. I, I just I thought it was a work. I really did. And then obviously the Later next on. day you're like, Oh, geez, that, that <laughs> wasn't no. Yeah, like
2: he's gone. Like he's literally gone. Yeah, like
3: that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: what do you think is Sean bringing the midget out the next night? Or sorry, the this the little person the next night? I,
3: I think that Sean at that time, I honestly, yeah, I think it's disrespectful. Um, yeah, but I don't think he cared, honestly. But that was just Sean Michaels at that time in '97. That's just who he was. Um, but I know it got a lot of heat in the locker room. Not that Sean cared. No, he not didn't at care all. If he had heat. Um, but a lot of people didn't like it. I know that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, does JD think he's the best Joe on this stream tonight?
3: <laughs> I am the best Joe on the internet every night. Don't oh, ever forget that, Mr. Rodriguez. That
2: is so good. Uh, I know someone who can walk Team JD to the ring. It would be huge and monumental. Yeah, well, hook us up, Eli. Let us, let us know who that might be. Team JF are the six-man tag champs. We took out Reckless Youth, Danny Dominion, and Johnny Cashmere. That
3: sounds like bad rock band names.
2: It really does, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't even know if those are real people. Uh, did JD ever do a podcast with Vampiro? Uh, no, nope. Have you ever had any dealings with him at all? or any? I have not. He's been I out of the business not. for a while. I don't even think he takes bookings anymore, but yeah, I don't know if no, you ever I came across not. him in any of your, your years. I haven't.
3: I have not. He's a good
2: guy. A little crazy, yeah, but he's a good guy.
3: Yeah, no, I, I mean, i worked with some names, but no, he's not one of them.
2: Gotcha. Uh did you realize he was spelling WCW at the time? Uh when Brett did the whole in the ring? I, you know
3: what? It's funny. No, I didn't. No, I didn't when I watched it live. That's I don't know if I just didn't pay attention or what. Uh it's very clear when you watch it back. Um yeah. but yeah, no, yeah. I actually did not catch that when it happened.
2: Would JD ever go on the Hughesy and Disco podcast? Yeah. I'm Joe's open for any podcast, really. I mean, why not yeah. put your name out there? I mean, why would you uh why would you not? i if you if you love me
3: and you put me on a podcast, we'll have a lot of fun. If you hate me and put me on a podcast, we'll get a lot of ratings.
2: That's true. That's true. <laughs> These guys are killing. Me. All right, Feeney, somebody, somebody put Feeney to bed, please, because he, he's out of control. Uh, I'm not going to put his comments up anymore. Go to bed, Joe. Um, uh,
3: you got grounded, JF. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I got some heat with him anyway, but that's yeah, that's beside the point. Most Most people do. Eli says, "What adult? Yeah, no, Feeney is adult. Absolutely right. Uh, getting back to Bret Hart uh, as we wrap up the show. How much time you got, man? You want to go all night? We can do three, four. You want? You want to do a two-hour I, Broadway man, I or
3: I, whatever? I mean, we're we're at an hour, um, <laughs> a little bit over. So you know, we'll we'll probably start wrapping up here a little
2: bit. All right. Yeah, my um, wife's probably gonna get pissed and give me the go home cue yeah. anyway. So yeah. does Jay? Oh, I forgot. I'm not gonna put his comp. Don't disregard that up in the screen. I didn't. Well, I didn't see it. No, so. nah, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to see right. it. Eli, you spell idiot wrong. All right, these guys are just talking to each other now. No, Joe. God, I hit the wrong button.
3: Hey, if he wants... I didn't see the question. He wants a question. You can ask it.
2: Does JD ever have any rats pay for his rental cars or motel rooms? He's a married man, Feeney. Jesus, what's wrong with you?
3: Yes. All (laughs) right.
2: As a Bret Hart fan, did JD ever get the coveted pink visor ringside?
3: I don't want to talk about it. Uh no, no I didn't. However, however, I do have a framed uh picture and sunglasses autographed to me mm. um from Brett.
2: Oh, damn.
3: And it's it's unique cuz it's not just to my name. Yeah. My screen name, well ever since screen names have been a thing, was always <laughs> um Hitman Joe. Okay. So he actually I got him to autograph it uh to Hitman Joe Brett Hart.
2: Gotcha, that's really awesome, dude. That's
3: one of my favorite pieces. How'd you get? No, I never got them. Never got them at ringside. How'd you
2: get hooked up with that one?
3: They were doing. uh, He was doing a contest on his fan page. My gosh, this had to be ten years ago, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Where you put in, you know, your best, uh, your favorite Bret Hart story, why you like Bret Hart. I don't remember what it was. Right. And he picked. um, He picked ten people that would get those for free. And he liked my story, and I was one of the 10.
2: Dude, that is so cool, especially being like yeah. a, a lifelong fan of his. Like, There's nothing yeah, cooler than was, that.
3: It was very cool. Uh, I Fe- got a couple cool autographed Brett Harpies.
2: Feeney says, get the hook up. I know all the Western PA Rizzats. Okay. Uh, yeah, well,
3: <laughs> that's nothing to brag <laughs> about there, buddy. Not
2: really. Did you ever meet New Jack?
3: I did not. No.
2: Nope. I didn't either. Uh, well, actually, I lied. Sorry. God, my memory escapes me. The same convention I met Marty Jannetty, New Jack was there. He had... Okay. Oh, okay. All kinds of, you know, he had a suit and tie. He had this, this watch on. He made me take a picture of it. It was like this giant gold, like diamond watch or whatever. Like, nice. He was, uh, he actually grabbed the, 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 the house mic there and started shouting all kinds of expletives and like kind of going into like a little bit of a stand up role or whatever. And there's kids there. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, this guy's yeah, dropping Sam- MFers and F bombs everywhere and GDs. And I'm like, oh, good lord, man. Yeah, Sam- He was a crazy Sam- dude sounds like new jack
3: um i know when he passed away i'm in a group uh facebook group with his wife um and so she was putting things on there about just some of his antics but how he was really a loving guy you know as, as crazy as he was right i guess just uh he was really he had a good heart to him it's just
2: he was a character
3: he was say that
2: <laughs> midnight mike had a table next to new jack at were you at that convention mike if you were and i didn't know you back then but that's kind of coincidental. I know Mike's from my old stomping grounds around Connecticut too. Is JD coming to MLW in Philly?
3: Well, that's interesting. Um, I was I was planning on it. Okay, and we are still working on details. I will. Uh, I can't say anything else um, other than that. Um, but yeah, that's all I can say.
2: Well, if if, if Feeney's going to be there, maybe uh, we should have a camera crew roll in there, and maybe there yeah. maybe something will happen.
3: That's uh, that's July
2: tenth, I believe. Interesting, interesting. Yep. Uh, would JD say he's more of a cornet or a JJ Dillon? Oh, that's that's a really good question, actually.
3: That is a good question. Um, I can be both. I think uh, if you get me like all hyped up, I'm cornet. But my calculation and, and ringside prowess and probably like business side, I'm I'm a Dylan.
2: That makes sense. And it's good to have qualities of both anyway. Yeah. I mean, obviously we know you can talk. Uh, but at least you're smart as well, and you're not just a talking head.
3: No, so. no, you gotta ask you gotta have brain. what what he did always say, if you don't have the brains, you don't got blah blah blah, you know, whatever his promo was. Uh
2: serious question. Okay, Feeney has a serious question now. let's hold on. What were indie shows like during the pandemic? Did you work any outlaw shows?
3: Of course I didn't. Um, okay. No, but we did, uh, what we did <laughs> do was uh, TV tapings, were, were they were completely legal. Uh, we did not have fans, um, but we did do tapings with no fans. All the safety protocols uh, were in place. Um, the pandemic was interesting for myself and my team because I knew guys were going to start taking breaks because they couldn't have shows. So that's when we pushed harder. Um, Cause I knew we'd get the notoriety. Yeah. Um, and if it, and I'll be real honest, if not for the pandemic, we would no way have the traction we have right now.
2: Well, I mean, that's we cool, just, right? So I mean, at least you're able yeah. to, to be a little, you know, be productive during the whole thing when not many other people yeah. were. So, yeah. um, and that,
3: I don't blame them. I get it. No, yeah. You know, but I, I saw an opportunity. I, I'm sorry. I take it when I see them.
2: Yeah. Why not? Um, Hold on. Joe says I'm starting to like this guy. Well, good. Good. You're, you're, well, I mean, that's I don't know if that's how, good. You're That's ideal, how but, it
3: works. Why but... do you think i everywhere I want to be? Is people hate me at first and then within 30, 45 minutes, they love me.
2: That's fair. That's true. I've liked you from the beginning. So, I mean, that's. Well, there
3: you go. You're one of the few, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no,
2: I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of becoming a, you know, Team JD member. If, if there's roster spots open,
3: if you, hey, we got a t shirt for you if you make that decision. Free and clear. I'll ship that right out to you.
2: I like that. I like that. Uh, what does JD think of military grade hairstyle uh, style haircuts for his team shady members? You don't discriminate, right?
3: I, I mean, I guess they can have whatever hair they want. Yeah. I mean, if they look like trash, I tell them. Fair. Um, you know, Tony Toxic walks around with his beard like he's a homeless man. So I tell him he needs to trim it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, they can, we'll make their look work. Just look on point. Whatever your look is, look good. That's that's the point. You know, you got to represent yourself the right way.
2: That's true. Uh, looks like you may have a, a hater in Chad. Your team J.D. banners in your grandma's living room. It's an outstanding set. Kudos. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know. I, I
3: don't know. No, no. This is team J.D. headquarters.
2: Would J.D. be interested in bringing Conan in for a seminar?
3: I mean, I'm not a I'm not a promoter. True. Uh, you know, but I know you should
2: be though. I mean, have you ever thought about that?
3: uh, yeah, it's actually funny you say that because I actually have some stuff in the works oh, um okay. coming up, but uh yeah, I mean, I
2: well, maybe I, I just had a premonition or maybe just because you're maybe, just, you're maybe just that smooth, maybe. <laughs> Joe Feeney says he still doesn't like me. Well, that's fair. You could you, yeah, could, you well. could suck it, Joe. Seriously, he doesn't like you either, Joe. Yeah. Uh, if given the opportunity tomorrow to be on TV, would JD burn his Bret Hart collection? Okay, that's a great question. So let's just say, hey pal, uh, why don't you come up here and do TV for me? Uh, but you got to get rid of that goddamn Bret Hart stuff, pal. Would you do it in a heartbeat? Nice. Nice. wouldn't
3: be a second it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a choice.
2: <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean I can get the Brad Hart stuff again. Well that's that is that is very true. Uh does anybody else have any more questions other than Joe Feeney as we wrap it up here? <laughs> um we'll you know we'll I, and I do want to have you back on again, Joe, whenever Hell you have yeah. time off because I did I I this has been an absolute blast to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. This
3: this was really fun. I like I like when we can go because every interview I do and every podcast, which I love, it's all about wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah. But this was fun because there was fan interaction. Um, we got off topic on things that aren't wrestling related. Right. Which I like people knowing that stuff about me, too. So I've had a blast, man.
2: Well, I'm glad. And that, that's kind of you know my whole purpose for doing this show is I don't want to be a cookie-cutter podcast. I don't want to be like everybody else because, dude, and, you know, there's so many fan podcasts out there. I'm in a unique position to where the Hameen Media Group came to me. Ben Hameen is the leader uh, of the group. Uh, he was trained in OVW. Uh, he's been around a long time. He is uh, a fantastic mind for the business. Him and his guys heard my show, and they liked it so much because, I mean, they didn't want to have any marks on their, on their network, right. but that's fair. You know, they enjoyed my work enough. They knew that it wasn't just some typical, you know, typical neck beard, indie schmuck. Sorry, not indie schmuck. I, let me take that back. I don't want to get any heat from, you know what I mean? No, like uh, just, I knew what you meant. Yeah. yeah you know, the AEW fans that live in their mom's basements, but uh, so, you know, because I set myself out from everybody else, that's where I attract more people because it's not just the standard. Cause like, we could have gone over your whole history. Hey, what'd you do with the kid? What, you know, I asked you a little bit of that. I sprinkled some of that in, uh, but then, you know, I don't I don't like to stay on topic. I like to have organic conversations. I don't want this to be a straight formatted show. You know what I mean? That's usually the best conversations are ones that just happen uh, organically or with the, the, the people in the chat here. So
3: Yeah, it, it was an absolute blast, and I really hope we can do it again. Absolutely.
2: Uh, let's just wrap up some of the, absolutely. Yeah, we will for sure. Uh, let's wrap up some of the questions here. Uh, did JD ever work with the great clutch Adams?
3: It, I'm sorry. I don't know who that is.
2: I, I, I don't know either. Uh, okay, is JD a Meltzer or a Keller fan? Whose sheet does JD read as the Bible? I
3: mean, not really. I, I don't, you know, I don't really read sheets. Um, I have my subscription to PWI, which I know is not a sheet. Um, I, I just don't. You know, the only place if I ever do want to get into a sheet, I'll go to um Lords of Pain. dot yeah. Um, because I like them. But I really I'm not a I'm not a dirt sheet guy. Just not.
2: I wasn't either. I never was. Um yeah. like when the internet first came out, I got into uh Scoop Central, uh which okay, was run yeah. by Al Isaacs. And I actually it's so funny, I actually got to talk to Al uh last year, like twenty years later. Never like, I did a couple of freelance pieces for him for his website, but he was one of the go-tos back then. And through, like I said, through the modern miracle of, of technology, I was able to get him on the video chat and talk to him. He's like, "That's awesome! it's amazing, right? Like, how things come full circle. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he was a really, really cool dude. Uh, would you consider adding Miss Priscilla to your stable? I, I, I don't know who that is.
3: That, it does know. sound familiar to me. I'd have to do some research if I'm being honest. that name. I don't know why that name sounds familiar. Maybe I I'm I'm
2: don't know either. Does JD have Comcast or Spectrum? That's Spectrum. Random. I've heard Spectrum sucks. I've heard a lot of people yeah, complain about all, Spectrum. Yeah, that's the only option we got. We, really? That's the only option we got here. Yet. Do you have spotty coverage with them or you lose internet signal?
3: No, it's it's good. It's just expensive.
2: That's what I've heard too. But yeah, I heard a lot of people bitch about, about Spectrum. Yeah. Uh, does JD know if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol, you just stop. It's that easy. I actually mentioned that earlier, Mike. That, yeah, we,
3: yeah, we we talked
2: about. Uh, yeah, uh, you can catch the video on demand if you if you missed any of that. Spectrum sucks. All right, I'm done with these guys. Joe, I appreciate you being here, brother. I really do. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. I know you don't have a Twitter, but uh, plug your Facebook. <laughs> any promotions? You got any bookings coming up? Uh, I'll give you the floor. yeah.
3: Uh, we're all over uh, Facebook. I'm easy to find, Joe Davis. I got a fan page and the regular page, uh, my my uh, personal page. I actually have my own website, www.imwithdavis.com. Um, so you can check me out there. Uh, Instagram, I believe it's joedavis2484, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if you see a picture of me, you did it right. Uh, yeah, we got <laughs> shows, man. Um, July 10th, I'm going to be booked somewhere. Okay. Um, we got a couple of options there. July 17th. I make my debut at PPW, which is kind of a, a breeding ground for current impact and AEW people. So that's exciting. Um, I won't go through all my dates, but we got dates July, August. If you're in PA or New York, it's pretty likely myself or members of my team will be at an indie show. Um, uh, we're going to make our way every place we can get to. So yeah. check it out. And, um, Always send me a message. Shoot me an email, joe at imwithdavis.com. Um, probably won't respond. I'm a busy guy, but go ahead and give it a shot.
2: <laughs> he probably won't uh, accept your friend request either. Oh, no, that's Feeney. No, Sorry, Feeney. Especially not Feeney. Yeah, no, he's, he's yeah. Uh, I love you too, Rob. Thank you, Feeney. Whatever. Uh, one more one more thing here. Lords of Pain. Okay, um, now I'm now fully uh, a JD fan. Uh, another member of Team JD. Thank you, Chris Rodriguez. So that was his homepage for a bit. Yeah, I was into oh, them cool. I was into them too. So Well, awesome. Joe, again, I appreciate you being here, brother. Uh yeah. you know, you're you're a fun guy to talk to. Uh you're a nice guy. You're a great guy. Uh you. nothing. You as well. Nothing but love. But uh we'll definitely have to come back here and do this. It's a retro show. We don't like you said, you know, we don't have to talk about wrestling next time either. If you have a favorite topic from the eighties or nineties, uh, we can just get you on and chop it up. Cool.
3: I love it, man. Looking forward to it.
2: Guys, thank you for being here in the chat. We had a very, very live and lively crowd tonight. So I do appreciate everybody being here, uh, hanging out with us and being interactive. Lots of crazy, wacky, fun questions.
3: I bring that out in people, Rob. I you, Yeah,
2: I've heard. I've heard, yeah. So I have you to blame for that then. Yeah, you do. Guys, we'll be back next week for another edition of RTW Rewind. Thank you, everybody here on HMG YouTube page. This audio will drop a week from this Sunday. So we're looking at uh, July 1st. Or, no, sorry, July 3rd. Th- God, 4th. Yeah, oh, fuck, if I pull up a calendar, that might actually help. Uh, July 20th. June. What the fuck? Yeah, we're in June, buddy. I think I've been doing whatever drugs feeny has been doing. So uh, Yeah, well, you yeah. should just quit. I, I, I should. Uh, <laughs> June 27th is when the audio version of all this right. will drop. But I'll give you the link for this YouTube page, Joe, if you want to plug it out there and promote it. We'll, uh, yep,
3: you know I will, brother. We'll
2: get your name around. So thanks, Joe. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, it, buddy. Right. We'll talk thanks. to you later, man. All right, guys, thank you for joining us here on HMG. Uh, that was a fun night. Uh, that was uh, a really good a really good show. Uh, that was huge and monumental, so I do, uh, I do appreciate everybody stopping by. We had a real lively group here tonight, uh, more than we usually do, so I don't know if it's, if it's me that's a draw or if it's JD. I mean, who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, <laughs> the show's over, Feeney. The show's over, brother. Uh you you can you can go home now. Uh please lead us all in prayer. Okay. Uh no, no, that's that's not gonna happen. Mush Joe's on mushrooms? That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh guys, I uh, seriously I appreciate all y'all being here. Feeney, Chris Rodriguez, hey big Josh, you showed up late. We're we're going off the air. Uh Mike Durban, get my go. Uh Sonic was here. Uh Chris Caram. Midnight Mike. Uh anybody else I missed? Uh, we had a bunch of new new names tonight too, so I love the fact that we're we're growing the audience too. So, uh, you guys are fantastic. Uh, again, this audio will drop uh, a week from this Sunday. <laughs> Joe Feeney's presence, true. That that's 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 accurate. I mean, you are the the producer of the stars, right? You know your are Conrad You're Conrad. Uh, that's Wanglish. Uh, You're Conrad's lackey, so I, I do I do understand that as well. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I am at RadRobGaming. Yeah, pal. You can also follow me on Instagram at the same address. I'm a Twitch gaming streamer. I'm a retro gaming streamer. I stream every Tuesday night and Saturday night, 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern, 5 Pacific on Twitch.tv slash RadRobGaming. I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, which is a gaming channel. It is called Rad Rob Gaming. If you want to check out my other podcast with the outro, it drops every Thursday morning on the Rad Rob Radio Network or anywhere podcasts are found. It is RTW Main Event. Uh, that's where we barely talk wrestling. Uh, it's just an hour, hour and a half, uh, pretty much comedy show where we just do do whatever we want. So uh, if you're a fan of, uh, of stupid, stupid shows, uh, then you definitely want to ch- you definitely want to check that out. And RTW Rewind is also here every single week in audio form for your ear hole pleasure, whatever you're into. Uh, <laughs> right here at HMG Affiliate Feed uh, or the Rad Rob Radio Network. Eli is here too. Eli, my wonderful producer, Eli, uh, who never produces my show. Thank you for showing Now he's my he's my logo guy too. Uh, you know he did some logos in the past for those those other guys. Uh, there, man, but uh, mine mine are, are much better. So, guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for being here. Uh, I, we really do appreciate it, guys. So, we'll see you next time. Uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday is uh, Chad, the Chadster from uh, the Two Man Power Trip. Eyes up here with Francine. Chadster will be here talking about the 86 Mets music video. While 86 is not a favorite year of mine as a Red Sox fan, thanks to the Mets, he promised me that we will not talk about the outcome of that season. It'll just be the music video. So if, uh, if Chad lies, we're gonna, that's really going to get my go. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. So we got lots of great shows lined up for you guys coming up here in the next few weeks. Just keep your eyes right here on HMG YouTube or subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, We would greatly appreciate it. So good night, everybody. Thank you for watching and listening. And we will see you next time. Peace out.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of RTW Rewind. For all the latest news and announcements. Please follow us on Twitter at RTW Brand. You can also follow Rad Rob at Rad Rob Gaming. If you'd like to ask us any questions, you can email us at rtwrewind at gmail.com and we'll read them on the air. You've been listening to RTW Rewind exclusively here on HMG on Realm and the Rad Rob Radio Network.